0: Uh, so, Keegan, an interesting thing happened along the way to work today. Um, I had it. It was in my hand.
1: What did you have?
0: I had our catchphrase.
1: Do we need a catchphrase?
0: We need a catchphrase, Keegan. And Are we, you I sure? Had it, but I lost it. You had it. I had it, but I lost it. What? Yeah. What uh, was it? It, well, it was in my hand, as I just said.
1: Yeah, but what was it? It so was You a had it.
0: It was written down, so I didn't. Right. Even,
1: so what was it? I didn't even must remember have read it. it. So I had it written down. You you read it though. You wrote it and you read it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't mean I remember what I wrote.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what yeah, do you mean?
0: Just because you write something down doesn't mean you remember it. I according think you to, would
1: uh, remember was, something like a catchphrase.
0: Well, I could. According to that, no person should ever get a question wrong on the test. But guess what, Keegan? I'm a dumb person.
1: Yeah, but people don't get things wrong on the test if they wrote them themselves, like you would still know what you wrote as the answer on a test george even if you were washington wrong
0: knew everything about his, about his personal life about his own good.
1: personal life
0: <laughs> yeah his own personal life do think <laughs> george washington knew everything
1: i think he did
0: the only he, he did cuz he, he lived it he didn't write it down he he wrote it down but then he lost what he wrote down
1: Did we cancel george washington i forget We did we did
0: we did he forgot to write it down
1: <laughs> we- <laughs> You got canceled for being forgetful
0: yep i did
1: that's what happens
0: well i'm you know why i'm forgetful because i'm dumb but you know what else i am keegan
1: a uh, comic book creator
0: yeah do you know what together we are though what are we we are dumb comic creators
1: oh yeah that's right yes.
0: i'm eric and who are you
1: keegan shiner
0: that is indeed your name that you are indeed 100 correct thank you yeah yeah i bet you wrote that down and kept it
1: you know what, though? I got it wrong and I said that my my, my name was Michael J. Smith. Uh, I, t- I I remember writing that down. I remember that the wrong name that I put.
0: I don't remember that because I didn't write it down. So that's what happens.
1: If you go back to our first podcast, I actually put in Michael J. Smith and Eric Schwartz present Dumb Comic Creators. Mm. Okay. Go back and check it right now, Eric.
0: Okay, give me one second.
1: i'm I'm deleting this long pause (laughs) no leave it in i'm deleting it fine okay we we were on track for so long there yeah it was our best intro of all time it was
0: and i ruined it we just did yep but we do have one person who's not dumb but is a comic creator with us
1: that's right indie comic book artist and you get to say his name
0: Uh, you guys are doing good Eric Jansic, is that correct?
1: Eric uh, Jancic
0: Oh, Jacek. See, this is why I don't introduce things uh, This is why <laughs> I don't
2: the N.
0: <laughs> I told you 20% chance, got it wrong
1: What did you say, Eric? Jansic? Jansic, Like with an N? Yes There's no N in this name, do you have it in front of you? No, I, didn't well, write,
0: you- I did, I wrote it down But I lost it
1: <laughs> Okay, it's just Jancic Jancic
0: so Eric, over the past three days or over the past la <laughs> nah, can we redo that?
1: Eric, uh when you started making comics three days ago. Yes, what we were you, what, days what ago? did you think? What did you think?
3: <laughs> no. Uh, was no, I was thinking- just pumped out like three books and you know <laughs> in the night. Just in
1: boring. your meteoric rise to stardom in the <laughs> comics. <laughs> Having discovered the world of comics three days ago in a basement, <laughs> you said I could do that, and you did. You started immediately,
0: <laughs> and you wrote three comics in twenty minutes. Two took five minutes. They took a five minute break to drink a soda, and then you finished the third one in that last five minutes.
3: Exactly, it's amazing.
1: And, and I've just, I just been promoting
3: mine. Just autom- it just appeared. I was like, I want to make a comic, and I just focused really hard. And- There
1: it is. Oh, wow. You must work for IBM. (laughs) Uh, But, Eric, you had a question? Yes,
0: I did. Um, What is
1: your, uh,
0: on the most basic level, what's your art style? Because I'm looking, I went through and I read uh, some of your comics are Acid Rain, Invasion on Isle 2, and Owen Owen. I
3: don't no, I'm just, I think I'm still kind of, uh, I, I have like a vague art style, but I'm always kind of trying something new. I think, uh, you know, I don't fully know what I'm doing, so I'm kind of just trying out different stuff and seeing what works, see what I like the best, you know what I mean?
1: What do you mean by you don't know what you're doing? Because I, cause I disagree. <laughs> I think you know exactly what you're doing.
3: I don't know. I, I just uh, like you know, like with doing the collage. Like I do a lot of collage comics. I'm just kind of like, well, you know, it seems I like collage. Let's just try it out. Try that out. You know, do a couple comics in the collage style. Do a little book in the collage style, and then like almost in the like you know sculpting and in claymation and you know stop motion kind of stuff. So just like, what if I did a comic? That stuff, you know, I'm always kind of just trying new things out, I guess, because um, I don't know,
1: that's cool. Just, so, you um, you my, also do uh, video and stop motion and stuff?
3: Um, well, kind of, sort of. I mean, I, I kind of just focus on comics mostly. Okay. As far as I, I it was originally, I was really going for a, a short film mm-hmm. and uh. I I was also working on that other comic, at the, the Owen Owens comic at the time, and uh, I you know I I didn't really know what I was doing, as far as uh, making a stop motion film because I didn't really I'd make a lot of shorts or anything like that. Little test runs before that, mm-hmm. kind of figure out how the whole thing works. So I just ended up with a just a giant trove of pictures on my my computer and uh I, I decided to turn it into a comic instead which I think I prefer I, I think it was a good move and because you know I don't want to do too much to have my fingers in too many pies you know what I mean you know I want to I want to stick to kind of one yeah, art form yeah. okay. and Is also there, it's kind of like a novelty thing just to have like because a lot of of you don't see a lot of comics with you know clay figures in them
1: so yeah that's true yeah and i like how you did the lettering in this comic um to make it look like it wasn't like it contrasts with the claymation like it's not all digital you you definitely wrote some of these by hand you know yeah 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 which is nice because everything being handmade if if these were like digital fonts i think it would have looked really cheesy
3: thank you i'm not a big fan of digital fonts personally i mean you know it yeah. works for some people but it's not my cup of tea i guess
1: yeah i think it depends on the project for sure yeah is Definitely.
2: your
0: background in uh movie making or is it in artistry or something else entirely
3: Well, yeah, I have. made films. I used to make films before I was doing comics. And uh, I just always had like a passion for art too. So I just kind of put two and two together actually. Um, I I mean, I feel like comics are kind of, uh, I think Simon Hanselman said like comics are just film on paper. Something like that, and uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of see it the same way. It's just like, and the thing with comics, like, you don't have to have a budget or like find a bunch of uh, can I swear, you? <laughs> uh
1: <laughs> we'd prefer not to, but okay, yeah, If you want, almost. if you feel the need to just let one loose, you know, that's fine.
2: Yeah, no, we just don't
1: we don't. I don't know what we're doing with that. We we had a big discussion this week on swears because our last guest was like. La cursing every two two words, and I was I was thinking about cutting it, you know, like editing out the f bombs, um, but it was like so much work that I just I didn't want to. So I I said it as explicit. Not that anyone at all yeah. is interested in this story, but um, <laughs> yeah, we're we're on the cusp. So if you're listening and you you're like thinking like, hey, I wish this was more adult humor mm-hmm. f-bombs and i'm missing out on uh on cursing uh send us an email dumb comic creators at com. um but if if you're listening with your kids and you feel strongly that this should be a very uh kid-friendly show again dumb creators at com. we'll put up a poll that you won't be able to find we'll just put it up how's that sound yeah i don't know well, yeah. yeah, pull the poll. Yeah, Never do you do you want to swear? Like, what? Should we just hold a vote right now?
0: <laughs> I'm indifferent, so oh, you be...
1: abstain. <laughs> I abstain. No, that's bad. Uh, I don't know Eric, that. Eric, what do you think? I abstain. No, uh, I mean both Eric. Oh,
3: <laughs> you just call me Jassic or whatever. I don't know. Uh, uh yeah. I mean, I'd I'd like to swear, but you know, it, it doesn't really matter. I, I, if you guys don't want me to, I I won't. It doesn't really make a difference to me.
1: Okay. Will uh, Will it impact your
3: it change anything? You know, it
1: won't like we're not changing you. No. Not, yeah. No. The if thing you feel- is, yeah, we have so many like comics on here, and the comics that we show, and if you want to watch the watch our podcast, it's on our Patreon. But like all our all the comics we have on here are completely inappropriate.
3: As most are, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so maybe uh, may, maybe I'm just avoiding the inevitable, uh, but I don't know. What I- are you
0: talking about acid rain? Man is
1: completely. <laughs> <easy>. <laughs> Is it? It actually is pretty much appropriate, isn't it?
0: I think There's... that's a chicken. He's he's killed and is like bleeding out in
1: <laughs> his hand. Yeah. But so, it's clay. It's okay.
0: It's clay. It's okay. It's There's
1: clay, no. It's death
3: okay because
1: it's clay. Look at celebrity deathmatch. That it's was
3: clay and drawings. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's paper, Eric. It can't hurt people. Okay.
0: <laughs> paper cuts. They're painful.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Eric, how did you get started in comics? Let's start from the beginning.
3: Um. Well, I started just kind of making these. Like, to be honest, uh, I, I I would make these little uh, doodles on uh, like MS Paint and yeah. upload them to uh, like Facebook. Just kind of as a fun like I had a friend who was doing it too and we just make these little like they're sort of kind of like New Yorker cartoons except you know kind of more of a dirty sense of humor to them yeah and um, yeah I kind of just I get I, I got some good responses from doing these little cartoons and like I don't some people started to uh, really uh, gravitate towards them and I was making films at the time I was as what was kind of films. Early. Uh, just kind of like buddy comedy kind of stuff like that. And you know, I, I just, I wasn't having a good time really. I mean, they were fun to make. It's just like, I had a friend who was, uh, we, we did this big project. Um, like I said, buddy comedy kind of thing and like he had a different idea of what the film should be and i right. had you know another idea and then we had all these actors and they were kind of <laughs> just a pain yeah to deal with and they, you they know are. i was just like at the point i was like i just really like making comics more than you know making because i have all <laughs> i can be a narcissist and uh just you know have all the all the authority right uh, you know, I and I can basically do what I. You know, I'm a big sci-fi fan, and you know, like, you know, fantasy, surrealism, stuff like that. So,
1: yeah, yeah, you, know, you don't have drawing, to hire you can do a giant duck. Is this a exactly. duck or a goose? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, uh, it's a it's an egret actually.
1: It's um, an e <laughs> what is an egret. Is that is some it? kind of Florida bird?
3: Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, because uh, you know I, I live in Florida, so. I thought
1: it kind of went with, you know, oh, cool, my cool. roots. Well, I like, yeah, I like that you stuck to what you know. Yeah. Eric, like, what kind of bird would you have drawn? Um, I would have drawn a
0: rooster because I love cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God! All right, so you decided to switch out from um film and and can i assume that is why some of your longer comics here are sort of read like film or like let's talk about owen owen stars in paying the rent
3: uh yeah so that was kind of like based off these uh (laughs) actor characters that i would have to deal with who kind of i don't know i i tried to surround you know surround myself with other Artists and you you start to see a lot of people who are like, you know, they think they're gonna be on, you know, yeah, the late night show or whatever, you know, in a couple months, and like they're they're so hot and so good at what they do, but they don't actually like put any effort, and they're kind of you know, narcissists, and yeah, that's what that kind of character was kind of. Can
0: Owen not read? Like, is this like something you also encounter in real life? Because like Owen apparently couldn't read, like, because the American menu. There's only the word pizza, and I can't read anything else.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to have, like, some backstory thing. uh, He was, like, a dyslexic or (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) And I was also going to have, like, also have him, like, addicted to, like, huffing paint or something like that. Like, I had all these ideas, but I just never (laughs) acted on.
1: The only thing that made it into the page was a panel that says American menu that he's holding up, and it's, like, all these different characters like sb1z dollar sign and then the word pizza and just all jumbled on the page just describing in case people are listening and not looking yeah
3: yeah i don't know yeah i was gonna have some sort of backstory that that whole comic was kind of like uh i feel like a like a transitioning phase for me like a I was really crappy I feel like before that and I think I don't know I just worked really hard on that and I feel like I learned a lot from it.
1: So um, this yeah. is uh, a comic that and you've drawn some of it but some of it is done as a collage is that am I yeah that correctly?
3: I, that's correct I, I was like uh, I was really into like Terry Gilliam um, okay. who you know
1: from Monty Python Monty
3: yeah. animations and whatnot. And just like like uh, like Dada, the whole Dada art movement. The oh like yeah. Collage. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really, you know, so I just, uh, it would be cool to make a collage comic and, uh, it is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually, uh, what originally was like, I was going to have some, it, it's actually in there already, but it's like some of it's painted. Like with acrylic, and then some of it's collage, and then some of it's drawn digitally. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> which I think okay. is kind of too yeah,
3: much. Okay. Looking back now. but.
1: What? Let's talk about that. What? Which parts are painted? Because. Um.
3: Oh, like that background. Which oh, one? Oh man, this is. I'm sorry, I'm scrolling here. a lot. <laughs> no, it's just. Uh, How
1: about this? Is of, the door uh, painted? Yeah, like the doors
3: painted in a like a with acrylic paint. Okay,
1: Um, but then the character is digital, right?
3: Yeah, characters are digital, and then there's like a uh, collage uh, chandelier. Chandelier,
1: right? That's cool. How big were these um, panels in real life? Or, 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 I mean, um, how big is the painting of the door before you?
3: Oh, it it was only yeah, it wasn't. So it was, I think it was just like a regular eight and a half by 11 paper. It wasn't anything. Oh, okay. Yet. Like a okay. canvas or anything like that.
1: And did you um, paste the chandelier on or did you scan it and then place it digitally?
3: Yeah, it was uh, digitally. It was, oh, okay. uh, I just cropped it out digitally.
1: Oh, okay. But so honestly, it wasn't like an actual. I, I
3: should have actually
1: actually cut, cut it out. I think. Yeah, cut it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it would have been better. It would have been the same thing with more work, right? I guess (laughs) so, Depending on how you think about it, yeah. Um, But you did did kind of put, like, these shadows on some of the characters, like the drop shadows that you get from, like, actual paper. Yeah. (laughs) So you could have done that, you know. Like, are all the collage elements digital? Or were any of them tangible paper
3: yeah no they were all digital but oh, okay. uh now i still do some like collage four panel collage comics and stuff like that on yeah. my instagram and oh, cool. uh those are all actual cut out
2: oh they uh, are collages, okay.
3: yeah which actually i, I think it's kind of i i it's more fun because um you kind of just go through the magazine and kind of just find like y- you see something and you're like oh that could be this and I can use that in this yeah. way in my
1: comic.
3: Yeah, I got than, really uh, into collage
1: and... when I was a uh, in grad school, and um, and right now actually one of the projects I'm working on is uh, making like these little one-panel comics with uh, fine art, you know, images like fine paintings, and like I I add the uh, speech bubble using um, whiteout.
3: That's awesome.
1: And I so I find, I was at the dump one day and I found this like collection of um of like fine art textbooks, right? But they had these uh they had these cyanotype prints or like a fancy printing process versions of paintings, famous paintings that were in the textbooks. So I have like this huge stack of paintings and I've been uh making them comics using a light out. Basically, yeah.
3: Yeah, so, that's that's awesome. So like you, yeah, take something and, and, and making make it something.
1: Right, right. New. And then I I went to the the Harvard Art Museum and I was using like actual like a a paintbrush with a cardboard cutout on it that had the the text that I'd written in pencil, right? Because they wouldn't <laughs> let me bring a pen in there or anything. Um, but then I would like hold it up to an actual painting. So Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. collage, right? Yeah. Um yeah, but yeah, some, I, I, yeah, I I I like that idea of like cause cause life is sort of a collage. I, I think collage works in a lot of ways with especially with comics and artist books and stuff like that. So and it adds like a whole different layer of of like depth to your comic here which is just absurd.
0: Yeah, your character, your comics feel very, very 3D, um, Mm -hmm. like for lack of a better term.
1: Yeah.
3: At least this one definitely was going, yeah. I can agree with that. The weird thing about this is uh, there's actually like a movie from like the 70s that's like eerily similar to this comic and like a friend... (laughs) Yeah, like a, I, I sent this comic to a friend and you know, like a couple months later he was like, "Hey, you should check this movie out." Um and I was watching I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so it's like it was it was starring like a duck. It's I think it was called uh, like Down and Dirty Duck. It's like <laughs> st- starring a duck and it's like all these like weird kind of like stonery adventures and there's like collages in the background and it was just Oh wow. Really strange, yeah.
1: So but. do you always plagiarize or is that just <laughs> <laughs> No in
3: fact it kind of made me angry
1: because it's like somebody already did this <laughs> Somebody's already done How everything. dare you Everything has already been done
0: Down Dairy Ducks made in 1974 uh, Directed by Charles Swanson starring Mark Bowman and Howard Kalin according to Wikipedia
3: Yep it's a pretty good movie too she makes me even angrier because it's like first (laughs) again take my idea 40 years in the past and then you make an actually good movie out of
1: it like come on well well, it's nice you can say your art is in relation to to this movie yeah Uh, it's a conversation with uh the past it's probably a dada movie right
3: yeah it's it's like a 60s it's very like kind of hippie-ish 60s movie so it kind of has that i don't know like sergeant pepper cut out kind of feel to it you know
1: yeah let's move on to um invasion on Isle two
3: cool cool what was the
1: inspiration for this comic
3: oh me and some friends were sitting around and we just (laughs) had this really dumb idea about like you know (laughs) this uh uh you know just really d- basically what the comic's about just like these fringe kind of people in walmart who are like in a motorcycle gang inside a walmart i, I just a really weird out there idea and uh for whatever reason uh it kind of stuck with me and I, I ended up making the whole comic and they kind of all backed down on it and <laughs> kind <laughs> yeah. of pushed it to the wayside but
1: yeah that's how a lot of creative projects go
0: do you and yeah <laughs> so you said for owen owen you actually met people like that and um for like that when you're trying to make movies did you meet um i'm going to make an assumption that this is based on walmart um i can't say for sure uh did you meet yeah. people like that in walmart
3: yeah i mean i don't know it's just uh i i've always been attracted by like things that are kind of gross and disgusting and like i I feel like walmart just kind of one of the most gross disgusting places to be in my opinion it's just like overly crowded and you know it it just feels like there's or at least my walmart and there's just dirt all over the walls and i don't know it's just packed overwhelming so is,
1: is this digital again
3: yeah it is digital uh but um I was actually, originally for this, I was going to do the, I, I really liked the collage. Yeah. So I was going to ma- turn this into a collage, but it just feel, it, it, it felt too kind of like psychedelic and it didn't it didn't really <laughs> match the story that well, even though it's kind of a weird out there story. But I mean, it yeah. just didn't really go well with it.
1: Interesting. So what's your process with digital um, for this comic? What what program do you use? and
3: Oh, uh, Photoshop. Um, oh, okay. uh, this is. I mean, I. I recommend to any uh, cartoonist starting to make their own comics, like just don't, don't do it digitally because uh, it's just, it's just a pain. It takes a really long time.
1: Do you have a Wacom uh, board or? Uh, what yeah, can... I have like
3: a little Wacom tablet, and okay. uh, it just. I. I, I mean, I, I. prefer to do. It. I now I try to do everything with the uh, pen and ink. It just takes a lot faster and I, I just like it more. I like sitting down and actually physically drawing. Um, Interesting. Cause
1: this th- looks so like different, but like in a, in a way like more mainstream than your other, than your like pen and paper. Is that, what do you think Eric?
0: It is much more mainstream. Like I would, so I could see this appearing in, um, a DC or a Marvel actually just because I mean obviously not this exactly but much more so it's oh yeah yeah it's something that you would appear Um, if you scroll down especially the the conversations he has with his wife like that's more of a mainstream type feel oh spoiler alert the main character has a wife
3: (laughs) I'm not going to see that one coming yeah Hit him him behind the head. Uh, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I, um, Yeah, it's kind of just slightly just like about a bad relationship that I went through and it was kind of like out of spite kind (laughs) of writing this horrible wife character. Did you not
0: get along with Blender? (laughs)
3: <laughs> that you know that, that's not <laughs> reality of course but uh yeah it just feels this whole project just kind of sort of irritating to me because it's like it started as this like dumb idea I had with some friends like two years ago and I stuck with it just to like because I want to finish something but it, at the same time it's like I don't know I don't feel like it's like that It's it's not that it's just a it's just a dumb idea about blenders taking over a supermarket, and it's just it's I don't know it doesn't have a lot of meaning I guess personal meaning to me, but <laughs>
1: well, it's like it's it's really funny. Thanks, <laughs> I don't know if, how much meaning it needed.
0: I know I I thought it was a comedy, and I thought it was um well a well done comedy. I got remnants of the what's the Seth Rogen film where he's the
3: food. He's a hot dog or whatever. Oh yeah, um, I don't. I don't remember what that was called. I know what you're talking about though. Uh, that
1: was a bad movie.
3: Carol yeah. was better. Hopefully this <laughs> this is better.
1: <laughs> it was a. It was I mean, a mean, it was a. Movie. It was funny the first time. You know what? It was. Whatever Seth Rogen movie that was. You know.
0: Sausage Party. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: ah, you know. Sausage Party. Yeah. It's, it's
0: some yeah. funny parts. No, I thought this one like so Sausage Party has shock value like in the comedy, especially at the end. This one I think kind of had like actually more like uh talking about like a reflection on our society comedy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Explain that.
0: Well, so um I've met those types of people who are like for America, for America. So one of the motorcycle gangs, like is, like I wouldn't have been surprised if I saw him wearing a MAGA hat, yeah, stuff like that. Not to get to you, even though you point blank said don't talk politics. Too late. Um,
3: <laughs> my bad. No, that's no. Well, I I currently live in like rural Florida at the moment, so it's it's very like. Oh wait, what's his head? His head says
0: Obama oh. is a. Lizard. Lizard,
3: yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Trying
3: to, trying to I just noticed clear, that. Like Alex Jones kind of conspiracy theory, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, do you believe in like the lizard people shadow government?
3: No, not. I think that's. I, I'm very anti conspiracy theory. <laughs> uh,
1: anti any conspiracy theory?
3: Most of them.
1: <laughs> really? I do believe in the
0: sausage party that overruled the world. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> what about the uh the earth being flat you're, you're not on board
3: a little bit i mean that one that one's more of the uh, more plausible conspiracy theory no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> more plausible ones.
0: i was gonna if, I, if you believe that i was gonna go so far down that rabbit hole because i'm so curious about that because i've not met anybody that actually believes in that
1: well look you can't be outside the plane when you're flying around, right? Yeah. Like if you were outside, you would have a better understanding. But, Mm -hmm. but as far as I know, it's just lights and and you're in a tunnel somewhere.
0: I've always (laughs) slept through them. So I don't know how I get there. I I go into something, I fall asleep. And when I wake up.
1: Must be a road trip.
0: It's like the same as quick travel in a video game. I don't know how I get there. I'm just there.
1: Yeah. No, and every
3: picture of the Earth is just a CGI replication.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, the Earth isn't flat. Okay, <laughs> you heard it here first.
0: Us in our controversial comments. <laughs> why would you, in the words of uh, Asius Arvey or whatever that guy's name was, why would you say something so controversial yet so brave?
1: What What about the Mandela Effect? What What are your thoughts there?
3: <laughs> Is the the man
1: well, see when I grew up it was Mandela. <laughs> yeah. Yeah I'm uh still a no on that? Still a no?
3: Hard no on that one. If you were to make not... up your
0: own conspiracy theory, what would it be? Besides the be, uh, uh gangs of Walmarters. <laughs>
3: There's a, there's more conspiracy theory stuff to go on that comic.
1: Have you listened to Everyday Chemistry?
3: The
0: Secret Beatles album from Another Dimension?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I was actually like, like I said, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but I find them interesting. That was one of them. Have you listened to the Everyday Chemistry album? Yeah. It's just a bunch of mashups of solo, (laughs) like, Beatle work. (laughs) Crazy i'm not it is crazy so the
1: story goes this guy was in the desert he took a tumble a stranger rescued him brought him to another dimension where the beatles never broke up and in that timeline they had created uh several more albums one of them called everyday chemistry but he wasn't allowed to stay in that dimension he was sent back and he was given everyday chemistry as a gift
2: (laughs) For his return,
1: <laughs> and he, in return, he shared it with the world to tell us about not about other dimensions because that's what everyone would have wanted to know about, but instead the about <laughs> the secret Beatles album that we'll ne- we could have had. You heard it is it this here the same first. guy who
0: met? Is this the same guy who met the Slenderman?
1: No, it was a different guy. One- Did we lose him? Did we lose you, Eric? We lost him. We lost him. Too much conspiracy talk.
0: The lizard people got him. How about that? Oh, you're back? <laughs> we were scared, the lizard, we were scared the lizard people got you.
3: They got me. They heard the, the secret, the truth.
0: And they're like, oh, um, God, it's so bad.
3: Yeah, that album's crazy. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, they so, just like mash mash up a bunch of. Uh, I'm a big Beatles fan too. So,
0: do you prefer the writing process or the illustration process, or do you see them as one and the other for your works? Um, the
3: uh, the writing kind of a pain to do once you once you get started. Um, I, I I don't. I think the, the illustration process is is nicer. It's just it kind of you get it get in like that zone kind of. Z- then state writing can be frustrating sometimes because it's like you get in that mindset you're afraid and you're afraid to make something horrible
1: But yeah uh, yeah personally. have you ever drawn somebody else's script no um I haven't I don't
3: know I At the same time, I kind of see myself more as a writer in a way, as weird as that sounds. Interesting. Um, I don't know if I can actually, would actually do that, but I mean, who knows?
1: Well, do you do any freelance illustration or graphic design or anything like that?
3: I have in the past. Okay. um, Not currently. I'd like to though. I mean, hey, anyone out there want to pay me to draw some, some stupid illustrations, you know? Um,
0: we'll make sure to plug your stuff at the end and where to get you, get in contact with you. Um, and we'll remind people that,
1: uh, we'll work for money. Uh-huh. So, uh, what's, what's, what are you working on right now?
3: I'm actually working on the second part of that invasion invasion on Isle two. That was oh, the like the first part.
1: Cool. Oh, cool! So it, it's a two-parter. One. I thought it was over.
3: No, yeah, it's a two-parter. I'm I'm trying to. I wanted to do like a graphic novel. Um,
1: oh, okay.
3: On right, both cool. of them, yeah, it's gonna be two-parter. I'm actually. Oh, uh, well, I guess I'm plugging again, but uh, I'm actually like serializing it on Instagram. Um,
1: Okay, yeah. Please stop plugging, if you wouldn't mind, until I'm the end. Not to. <laughs> but I'm.
0: What I'm saying <laughs> is, uh, hey, Instagram, do you want to give us money? Ad.
1: I just want to be. I want to be clear, Eric Schwartz. You can let people just talk about themselves. It's the whole point of an interview.
0: No, I don't do it that, that way. I do interviews my way. I interrupt them when they're like going and be like, and hey, guests.
1: What have you been working on? Please don't talk about yourself or promote yourself at all. Thank no, you. No,
0: what I was saying is we will remind people about your stuff again later. That wasn't me.
1: It was a very condescending tone, though. Okay. It was like, I
0: apologize, uh, er- er- Eric Shazek, for my condescending tone. It was dismissive. It was, dismiss- it was dismissive.
1: It was like... Um, If you want to ask people to hire you, we could do that later, maybe. No, I was
0: saying, um, no, I was trying to say, like, he said he's looking, he's going to work for work. I said, we'll make sure to do it again. Not like we're dismissing it again. I say we will do it again. It was
1: just your tone was very. I apologize.
0: I don't control my tone. Okay, You're fine. Don't worry about it. I don't, okay. I, don't, I just know that he will never agree to talk with us again and he will hate me for <laughs> the rest well, of my life.
1: That is probably going to happen. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you were saying you were plugging something, I believe, and we're going to give you full access to do so.
3: And we'll do it again <laughs> when he's done. <laughs> Not really But I guess in a way it kind of is, but... Um, no, make it, saying, it's cool. make it a plug, it's
1: cool, making the a plug.
3: Go, go plug it, plug whatever you want, that was. <laughs> I'm working on the second uh, book and I'm serializing a large portion of it on Instagram. Um, And it's kinda, I kinda like doing that, I kinda like doing that rather than just uh, uh, the way I was doing it before, just alone, I guess, in my room without anybody seeing it until it was finished, because people kind of respond to it um, and kind of give me suggestions and uh, I kind of stopped following the original script I had in mind and I'm kind of just like writing off the cusp which uh, interesting makes it fun
1: yeah it it, it, it it was kind of yeah it's becoming
3: more improvisational before I had like I'm scripting everything out but uh I honestly i think i'm going to become more of an improvisational writer after this because it's just uh i don't know i've just things are getting stale doing the same thing over and over again having this script and having to follow every beat or whatever but you know
1: yeah it opens things up having other people kind of bounce ideas off of you exactly that that is something about film that you don't get when you're making comics right is uh, on set, somebody could read your script and be like, you want me to say what? My character wouldn't say that. He would say something like, the pie a, is yeah. served, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you'd be like, challenge. the pie is served. That's crazy. That's brilliant. Change it. Change it now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and uh, I kind of realized, like – um. Before I was just kind of trying to follow like, this is where this arc of the story is going to be, and blah blah blah. But in a way, I think that that doesn't really matter. You kind of—it's just all about the little moments in between, you know.
1: Yeah. But, I don't know. So, um, have you have you sold any comics? Or I, I hate to talk about money, but it's something that I'm interested oh. in doing. Uh, so, so uh, it's kind of so like to that, some
3: extent. Yes, uh, I have sold the comics. They are in uh, comic shops around the country. I sent them out to some shops and oh, cool! Sold them cool. over Instagram. Got like Great. a s- small community, I guess, of people.
1: So does and does that help uh, releasing in frequently on Instagram? Then does that help you sell those comics?
3: Yeah, because I mean, I, I wouldn't say heavily, you know it's kind of weird saying it's like a fan base. It's like, it's like a small fan base, I guess. And just community of people also making comics and, you know, once they kind of check out my, we kind of check out each other's work and, you know, we'll buy each other's you know, comics and stuff like that. And that's where I meet guys like, you know, Brian judge who was on here.
1: Oh yeah. Brian,
3: you know, people like that, just doing the same thing.
1: Cool. Cool.
3: Helps get each other others work out. And, yeah.
1: That's in, that's interesting. It's like a new model for um, releasing, like releasing some on Instagram, like a few panels at a time, right? It's,
3: yeah, and and like you know where I live now, there there really isn't there is no comic scene
1: yeah. or anything <laughs> or
3: any of that sort. So it's kind of uh, reaching out to people.
1: Well, there is no comic scene anywhere because it's twenty twenty. Um, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But even more so if you're in rural Florida, I I guess. Yeah. Um, Cool. So we'd like to get to the segment of our podcast where the guest is allowed to plug. Um, Eric, do you want to do the honors and uh, hold the plugging ceremony? So,
0: Eric, it would be a great honor for us all and for our viewers around the world if you would plug any future projects where they can find you where they can reach you um and what your favorite type of sandwich is
3: <laughs> i'm going to be the condescending right? you need to do this you need to do this mm, 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 mm. everyone send money to my paypal right now i'm just kidding uh- <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah you can uh, uh i uh, what project i got this this part two of invasion on Isle two just because it doesn't have it's not really a good name but uh it's coming out should be here in december will it be here in december i don't know it'll, it'll be out once I'm, once it's finished you know um and i'm also I'm, I'm i have a comic in uh vacuum decay oh you ever it's, it's like
1: an no, no! what called? is that yeah
3: that's coming out soonish, I guess, in a couple months. It's like a horror anthology
1: uh, oh, cool. comic.
3: Yeah, and I, I, you know, as you guys know, I'm, i mostly do like comedy stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. doing like a horror comic um, was kind of uh, kind of a fun change in pace. Did you do like
1: a no comedy horror comic, like just flat out no jokes? Yeah, in I there? guess a
3: somewhat comedic. Oh. It just kind of came out that way, I guess, on accident. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah, cool. somewhat comedic. I, I wouldn't say it's like Beetlejuice or anything like that. But, yeah, it's like horror comic with traces of humorous elements to it. So, And
1: but, what anthology is that again?
3: It's called uh, Vacuum Decay.
1: Vacuum Decay, yeah. okay
3: guy also on instagram harry uh nodlinger i think his name is okay yeah he uh, he makes like horror comics he's the one running it
1: um, nice nice
3: nice nice guy and uh what else am I doing?
1: What, what's your uh um, website and your yeah. instagram
3: uh instagram is jurassic jassic um
1: easy to remember check out my stuff there
3: uh post i try to post weekly comic strips on there or sometimes more and other stuff i'm working on like I said, i'm serializing that uh invasion on isle 2 comic there so nice feel free to check that out and my website i mean i guess you can go on my web it's uh jurassic soup Got to change that name, but uh,
1: <laughs> JurassicSoup.com,
3: yeah, because I thought you know, Jassic Jurassic is my Instagram, it's like a, a big cauldron of different projects I'm working on.
1: It's alliteration, I know, I'm kind of thinking it, about it, sort of you know? So, it might right? be changed,
3: but, it's, out, but
1: <laughs> it's gonna change this week, I guess. Yeah, well, that's confusing. <laughs> But I uh, let me I don't know, know if it, if it changes. Change uh, I'll week, change it in the I... notes so our listeners will know that your website changed. Okay. Yeah. I'll let
3: you know. I'm thinking about doing it, so I don't know.
1: But your Instagram handle is still Jassic. Jurassic. That's
3: correct. Yeah. Jassic. Jurassic.
1: Cool. No wonder. Easy to remember. It sounds. <laughs> it sounds nice. It's pleasant on the ears.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Cool. Yeah. Favorite sandwich? Favorite sandwich. Oh yes. The, this is the question <laughs> I've been waiting for. Um man, that's good I'm a, am I'm, I'm just a classic uh ham and cheese I guess kind of I guess Italian sub kind of guy. Oh, you know what? Cuban sandwiches. That's oh, those my favorite. are
0: good. Those, those are, are good. good.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh I worked at a Cuban sandwich restaurant in high school and uh like i almost ate all of the supply <laughs> just, they're just well i don't know they're just really good and fired all right yeah pretty much <laughs> wasn't a good employee but
0: yeah at least you were a full employee yeah
3: there you go
1: that's illegal though Spell high school up. students can't be full full-time
3: oh yeah, well, uh, I was full as in eating, yeah. taking lunch breaks and eating way too many sandwiches.
0: Uh oh,
1: just... oh. <laughs> Next one. Did you really not get the joke? Of course I got the joke. I made my own joke. I always get every joke.
0: So I apologize to Eric for my condescending behavior. I apologize to Eric for Keegan's lack of getting <laughs>
1: when jokes go over his head. Don't forget you got his name wrong.
0: I also got your name wrong um, and I'm pretty sure I made the baby Jesus cry, but that's besides the point.
1: Well, that always happens.
0: That always happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you've been a great guest.
0: Thank you very much. And thanks for putting up with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It was a good time.
1: I, uh, we're looking forward to seeing more.
0: Yes, uh, definitely looking forward to seeing Isle two part two.
1: Yeah. You'll have yeah. to come back on when that comes out.
3: Yeah yeah i'd love to that sounds great yeah definitely
1: cool. cool well uh have a good good day and we'll talk to you soon
3: you too have a good
1: one Thank
3: all you. right bye. bye
0: hey eric hey keegan
1: now i was talking to other eric but i realize now he's not here
0: Oh, ho, 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 he was a good guest. Oh, he was oh, a good. He was a good guest. He was fun. Yeah, he was.
1: I, I like his comics a lot.
0: I like his art style. His art style is very different from uh, what it's normally. I was talking to. Uh, I don't know if I should call her my girlfriend yet or not.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: um, what's her but, name? What her name's Rachel.
1: Ooh, Rachel, like yeah, from Friends. Eric. What? Like from Friends? Yes. Like Eric and Rachel.
0: I was actually thinking more Rachel, you know, from the Torah, but whatever. From who? From the Torah. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Rachel from Friends. Ooh. <laughs> Rachel
0: from Friends. Um, but I was when she asked me to describe, it, I said artsy because the comics are actually very artsy because like they each have a fairly different art style and they're not. Like, it's not like the classically drawn comics. I think he has two styles.
1: He has, like, his cartoony style. Mm -hmm. um, And those kind of do look the same. And he uses a lot of, like, geometric objects for eyes and noses and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's pretty consistent even when he switches to digital.
0: He does, like, 3D animation. Then I also thought his claymation was literally actually just a film that he did. And just turned into a comic. Like, I thought he went the other way around. I didn't Think he I do not think he was gonna go comic book to movie with that. I thought he went movie to comic book, and that was just a short film that he did. He just was taking part of it.
1: It sounded to me like he didn't finish the film. Like it was, it was like pictures he had that he turned into a comic instead.
0: Yeah, it reminded me of like what they did with the film Top Gun, because in Top Gun, they literally didn't have a script. They just had told the guys go and fly around, and we'll make the script eventually. And so they literally made the script around them just being out there
1: really yep well that is why that movie is so good
0: mm-hmm. it went, yeah, it went <laughs> that's back. where
1: improvised movies get you you got to yeah. use improvisation
0: so like if you look at them like he they look somewhat different like on all the shots where they weren't in the cockpit than they were in there because they just told them they're like We'll get the script, but we just need to get you guys just up and used to it and doing it. And so they had them do that. And they knew there was going to be a combat scene, so they did the combat scene as well, stuff like that.
1: Nice, nice. Uh, So let me do a little update on the nefarious Mr. Green that I've been working on. Um, It has been stuck in color hell. I'm just going to call it color hell. It's been like three months. I had one colorist she kind of like went on to another project that was fine because it wasn't her priority and I didn't know if it would get done um so it was okay and then I have uh I had my main artist doing the colors but he didn't have time to do it either really so we found another artist to do the flats for the colors and then Luis is still going to do the color um so that's where it is but I I guess he's working on it. I still haven't seen um progress. <laughs> but uh yeah, so that's my my comic is in colored hell and it, it's taking a long time. Um like these things do. So uh it's been almost a year since I started making that comic with Luis. Not mm-hmm. since I wrote it, but like since I started this whole thing, so I'm still hopeful that I will finish it soon.
0: Um, I worked another... I worked on my comic as well. and The Dealmaker? The Dealmaker. And I want to adjust two things before I send those first two pages to um, illustrators to test it out to see which ones I like. Oh, good. Um, so next week, we will actually go through and start, literally doing that. The sending out process. Just Good. So we, like, so we can show like what you would do, like physically do, because we talked about in the previous uh, podcast just some examples of illustrators I might like. But yeah. I want to send it out to at least three. Um,
1: yeah. To start, yeah, to just start. to understand kind of the different skill sets and levels and prices. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, I had, I just recently had a death maze and I found this really great artist and he, he made it, he made two pages and death mazes are only two pages. They're much easier to produce. So you'd think, um, but he drew it, but it's all pencils and I'm kind of, I'm like, uh, oh, (laughs) I need to figure out how to ink or I need to find an inker Mm -hmm. and then a colorist and then a, a letterer, you know. So it's like three more steps for my two-page comic. but um, So yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to you about <laughs> about that process. Next week, you're saying? Next you're giving week. Giving yourself the goal? I'm giving myself the goal. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So uh, today, um, I want to talk about converting your novel short story like a prose document into comic book script mm-hmm. have you written a short story before eric
0: i have written a short story before
1: oh yeah what was yeah. it about
0: um i honestly don't remember i just know that i've written the short story before um i've written them for I remember for my i wrote one for our seventh grade english class about <laughs> um so in our seventh grade english class you had the choice of making up a god or doing a dance about, um, uh, or doing a dance, like interpret dance, or a song. Yeah. Or uh, the gods in Greek, the Greek gods. Like
1: making up a Greek god.
0: So I made up a Greek god. Oh, yeah. And so my I, I did the story about the Greek god of nature. And she was... It was bad, by God, (laughs) A on it.
1: Seventh grade. Seventh grade. So today we're going to talk about converting your short story or novel into a comic book script. Um, I have a Fiverr gig that is converting your screenplay into comic book script. And for some reason, I keep getting repeated uh, requests to convert novels or short stories into comic book script and um, for the most part i've found that they're actually a lot easier to convert to comic book script than a screenplay um, which requires a lot more writing um, to flesh out like what's in each panel mm-hmm. whereas most novels and short stories probably have that information there for you um, so what i did was i copied the first part of chapter 15 of wizard of oz um, into a word document and i'll just show you kind of my approach so you can see chapter 15 discovery of oz the terrible Mm -hmm. um it reads the four travelers walked up to the great gate of emerald city and rang the bell so that's panel one right Mm -hmm. panel one the four travelers you would probably say who they are right yeah tin man scarecrow Dorothy, who's the, the, and the Lion.
0: Yep, the Lion.
1: And instead of walked up, lots of novels are in past tense, you, you'll change that to a, like arrive at the gate, mm-hmm. because um, when you're writing a comic book, you want everything to already have happened in the panel so that there's no action taking place, sort of, unless you have an action panel like where they're actually walking Um, you don't need to see them walking you you just kind of like infer when you're looking at the page that they are arriving there if they're like looking up at it right so the four travelers Tin Man, Scarecrow, Dorothy, Lion are arriving at the great gate of Emerald City Um, you might even put like they are looking with anticipation Okay, so then panel two and panel two is they ring the bell because that is the next part of the sentence. Mm-hmm. They arrived at the gate and rang the bell. And so the next panel is close up, uh, scarecrow.
0: Grabbing ri- the bell.
1: Rings the bell, yeah. Oh, the bell rope, right? Wasn't it a rope? Yeah. So that's something else you kind of have to keep in mind uh, when you're changing these to script is like, be more descriptive so that the artist knows what to draw um,
0: what type of Bell is it like a small Bell big Bell rusty Bell
1: right yeah Liberty Bell yeah it's a large Bell that you'd find at a meat market I don't know what kind of maybe mm-hmm. I'll Google a bell later mm-hmm. and, and change it um, All right, so the next sentence is, is, after ringing several times, it was opened by the same guardian of the gates they had met before. Okay, so uh, it's chapter 15. We already know who guardian of the gates is. So panel three will be uh, guardian of the gates. Pops uh, has his head stuck out of the gate. And looks irritated.
0: Is this a current project for you or is this just an example?
1: This is a demo, yeah. Okay. Because I know
0: for a fact there is a Wizard of Oz comic already out there.
1: Oh, I'm sure there is. But yeah, chances are those guys didn't convert the novel. They, mm-hmm. they kind of like wrote their own script. Um, I'm saying if you have a novel that you want to convert directly to comic book, this is kind of the process that you go okay. through. This
0: is just, it's just using a good example because not pretty much everyone knows the Wizard of Oz story.
1: Yeah. If not,
0: what are you doing with your life? Go stop this podcast right now. (laughs) Go watch it or even read the book. And if you're really so, so interested, you can watch, there's a sequel called uh, Wicked or a prequel technically. Yeah. You can watch that.
1: Yeah, you can. Mm Mm-hmm. So um so he says, uh, what? Are you back again? And then um uh so the next line is do you not see us answered the scarecrow. Mm-hmm. So instead of um having that in the same panel, I might just have the scarecrow motions to the group and with with a big wave or or maybe he's even like holding his hands up to himself, right? Like, mm-hmm. or or looks or looks behind himself, looks at himself, looks down at at himself, like he like he might be invisible, like he might be invisible, and then he says, "What do you not see us?" Right? Mm-hmm. And then you just you instead of having. Um, quote do not see us end quote answered the scarecrow you would put scarecrow colon do you not see us and delete the rest and and then panel five is like it it can be an emotional reaction to that right because Mm -hmm. now instead of like the reader putting this in their brain of like what's going on you have to do it for them because it's in a comic book and the artist needs to draw it you know mm-hmm. so so the scarec- scarecrow like looks down and he's like what do you not see us and um and then everybody just takes a moment to like roll their eyes or something right like everyone rolls their eyes at scarecrow right mm-hmm. and then um panel 6 would be the guardian answers scarecrow and maybe two shot so two shot would be like just them those two in the same shot and then guardian says but i thought you had gone to visit the wicked west which of the west and then scarecrow in that same panel could say we did visit her so that's basically it that's that's a quick demo um you just kind of go line by line and make sure that You're writing out their physical actions um, or their physical emotions or their emotions, you know, on their face and that you're adding in those pauses that you would see in a movie. Um, Like everyone rolling their eyes. It's not in the novel, but it could be in the comic book, right? To add like a, a humorous beat. So does that make sense, Eric?
0: It does make sense.
1: Okay, um, but yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't really know how to do this. I just wanted to do a quick demo in case in case you have like a short story uh, that you wanted to try this on. It's, it's pretty easy though. If you have a novel written out, it's pretty easy. It just takes a lot of time. It takes time to do. But mm-hmm. if, if you have it all there, you, you can actually get through it pretty quick.
0: Uh yeah, so in the word like of Brian Jakes, the Illish or the writer of Redwall, he said like the most important thing to do is paint pictures with words. And so you have to so you have to do that again literally in the comics as well for the people to eventually illustrate your pictures.
1: Yeah, and so uh for example, the there's a novel that I'm converting right now. And the author has sort of written that novel to like seem like a movie that you're reading. Mm -hmm. So in some ways it's really easy to convert to comic book script because he already has those descriptions that you might see in a panel description. Like I, I can just use those descriptions almost word for word in the script. Right. And then just format each line of dialogue differently and make sure that i'm separating out by panel but the descriptions can stay you know what i mean but like the wizard of oz here um it it reads faster meaning there's less beat by beat descriptions of what's happening you know um like this dialogue just goes straight down there's no descriptions of of what they're thinking or reacting to you know um, but you can infer it as a reader because you know the characters by now. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, cool. Yeah, so that's just a quick demo on converting a short story or, or a novel to a comic book script. And if you have any questions, email us at um, comiccreatorsgmail.com. Happy to answer. Okay, Eric, did you read any comics this week?
0: I did read some comics, but there's a more important comic I want to talk about than that. There is? There is. What is it? I want to talk about the comic we read last week.
1: Oh uh, yeah? For our guest. You mean Freak Snow? Washed in the blood?
0: Exactly.
1: Cool. And that comic is by Kevin Rodatelli. And but the is art. It? Yeah. Yep. The Three art different is... illustrators. Yeah. I was going to say. The art was is by Rob Cannon. Um, Then another artist was Costas Pantolas, and then finally Vivi Eckert. Um, And so we had Rob on last week, and he kind of made this sound like it was the kicking off comic for their series, right? Yeah, he
0: said they were going to keep on doing more.
1: Yeah. So it's 75 pages. (laughs) Um, Do you want to just kind of roll through the plot? Okay,
0: so the plot is kind of broken down by the three different illustrators. So the first plot is just like only two pages, and it just kind of follows some police officers after they come to the scene of a murder. Nothing, anything that's special. And then the it's second... A, it's
1: literally a page.
0: It's literally a page. <laughs> yeah. So nothing that's special, it's just kind of like... Uh, Warm up so I like kind of see what how the person because it's all one writer how he writes The second and the main plot is following um a god who's trying to create a new jesus Messiah a new messiah yeah a new messiah and so they got so going through all the actions that God's doing in the realm of gods they try to make this messiah a successful messiah And actually listen to what she has to say. Okay. And then we also follow in a separate storyline in a post-apocalyptic world, world, the Messiah, who's the son of a kid from a gun cult. And he doesn't want to actually listen to what the Messiah has to say because... To the angel. To the angel.
1: He can hear the angel's voice. He
0: can hear the angel's voice, but he doesn't want to listen to them anymore because he doesn't like what she has to say. Or he. Or he. I don't know. I think, was the angel supposed to be a guy or a girl? I thought it was a girl.
1: Gosh, I have no idea.
0: It's So the angel's drawn in such a way that it's up to the um, reader to interpret it. Because it's not drawn with, like, fe- a female body or a male body.
1: I guess, I mean, I guess there's female appendages.
0: Kind of, but so there's also in the male though too.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. they're aliens
0: they're aliens and they also but like they also point blank don't specify what gender they are if there is even one
1: right okay so and then what happens
0: um he goes down and he like tries to like and he tries to befriending everybody tries surviving he's trying to find a way to live because like there's just no food in this world and so like there's cannibals and other things like that um
1: and like a talking deer?
0: Yes, deer in that world can talk and they're tired of being eaten.
1: Yeah. And then um spoiling the ending. Um, what happens? He takes so <laughs> all the people in his cult killed
0: themselves. Yeah. And so all the people that are following who are starving. So he realizes But that hey, happens wait. before. What's, that happens at the very beginning. In the very beginning.
1: Yeah. Okay, and they start calling him Jesus too.
0: Yeah, they call it start calling him Jesus too. Yeah. And so he actually takes his um uh, what's it called? Like he takes all his followers, people that are calling him Jesus too, to all the dead people that died or all the dead cult members and says, You can eat them, that's your source of
1: food. <laughs> okay. Um i all right so what's what's the
0: art like so the art between the two is very very different so um um who was that comic that we interviewed who had like the um he like let heard a voice in his head it was also very religiously um he was a guy that uh for our like
1: he was the writer
0: you mean he was the writer and i remember like when we we're interviewing him he never stopped talking
1: oh yeah russell noti
0: yeah um <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah, Russell Nolte. He he didn't. He he was a very animated guest. Yeah.
0: Um. So, the artwork was very reminiscent of Russell Nolte's books. Um. For the Messiah part, in that it was a very um, like jagged and computer and done by a computer, artwork. Um. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. And his his books are drawn by. Um. I just wanted to. Renzo Podesta Renzo so? Podesta Yeah yeah Was yeah. the artist on that
0: So it's very reminiscent of Renzo Podesta like, As an, I thought they were the same artist So Ro-
1: Rob Cannon's style Yeah
0: Rob Cannon's is very similar to Renzo okay. Podesta's Like almost Honestly like one could be interchanged for the other Not to be super mean
1: That's kind of true That's sort of That's um yeah, it's kind of true, but I, I think Rob's is way more detailed. Um, I
0: think Rob's has actually slightly better. Um, I think Rob is has more uh, details to it, uh, whereas uh, Rento's was darker. And I think that was more reminiscent of the comic itself, though. Yeah, because, it, was def-
1: it was definitely dark. Yeah, Rob has a, a cool um, watercolor effect yeah. that he uses.
0: So, right, yeah, Rob's art style, is, as we talked about last week, was done via water style, which I thought was very well done. And he's able to um, play with magnifications to do some great work with comics. So like as he's talking about, certain comics were zoomed in, certain were not. And it really just changed how each panel looked. Even though you tell him he'd be looking at the same image in three times in a row, yeah. they would look like three separate...
1: Right, this blew your mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> I remember. I was... <laughs> You're like, wait... The background's the same in each panel.
0: (laughs) The background's the same in each panel? It can't be
1: possible. You're lying. Yeah. But yeah, he would do a watercolor and then he would, in the same scene, he would use the same background Mm -hmm. at different different zooms. Um, So, uh, yeah. And then the other art style is um, by Costas. The other main art style is by Costas. Pentolis yeah. and it's it's super detailed line art um with sort of, and i guess rob did the colors for this too but it, so it's um but we're not on color yet we're only on art um so it, yeah kind it's a detailed line thing. art yeah um
0: so no rob's again like it was much more classic comic looking um yeah. like so uh for example uh uh Giancarlo. uh Kuzo, the illustrator for Weapon of God, yeah, Um, it very much reminded me of of that artwork. uh, And that was like kind of the classic comic, uh, something you find in Green Lantern or Batman or anything like that. It was much more reminiscent of like the DC Comics to me. It
1: did remind me of Pan's Labyrinth, like the monster art, like the yeah, I read that yeah. It's very Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, so that being said, um, let's talk about the color. What did you think of the color? I thought the color
0: was really really cool, um, yeah. for lack of a better term, um, or for Rob's coloring. I thought his coloring was really really well, cool. He,
1: he did the color for the whole thing.
0: He did the color for the whole thing. Um, I thought, okay, so for the stuff that he illustrated, I thought it was really cool. For the Messiah part. Yeah, it's washed cut-
1: out and it's yeah. sort of like this blue um, tint mm-hmm. and it's it takes place in this snowy world, so watercolor really works in that. Yeah, because That's
0: exactly why, because it takes yeah. place in this post-apocalyptic like, snowy world and I think the watercolor really egg dress is like the storyline well as well
1: yeah um, for the costas art mm-hmm. um, I think it's you know it's colored inside the lines and it's kind of bright um, contrasting colors mm-hmm. like um, and yeah I just think it's you know it's not as attractive as watercolors to be honest with you mm-hmm. Um, but it serves its purpose, I guess because yeah. it's kind of shiny, right like they're all kind of gold, and they're supposed to be gods, so the the fact that they're yellow and gold kind of make makes them higher powers or yeah and
0: there's also like the like their sky is black, if I remember correctly, because, again like they're supposed to be like in outer space, you think,
1: yeah, they're like purplish sky yeah you're right it's yeah, so it's it's pretty trippy to be honest mm hmm um cool so what about yeah so what about the lettering
0: what about the lettering um i thought it was i thought the lettering reflected which story you were in i thought it was done well so for the messiah he was much more like bare like bone like bloody mess kind of like i would see like if it was somebody who's writing like in their blood that wouldn't surprise me it yeah. Worked really
1: well. It was very um expressive like um in in handwritten. Yeah. And and in the meantime he's talking to this angel that's done in all caps serif mm-hmm. like like a Helvetica type of font um which is contrasts with the very hectic art and lettering of the main character. Um so that's kind of interesting yeah so the the handwriting is done in it's hand lettered the main character's hand um and so it it looks very messy just like the art kind of looks messy and the watercolors are definitely messy um then the the angel is done in sans serif um so it's very smooth and it looks like helvetica like you would find in an advertisement um and then the god universe the font is a serif font, so it looks very proper, except when they're speaking, it's just kind of regular comic book type. Um, but the, the like weird narrations are done in serif, so it kind of fits into that very higher power kind of style. Anyway, the fonts, I, I, I think that the lettering was Served the comic, you know, sometimes you yeah. see lettering that doesn't serve the art. But in this Lettering
0: case, should enhance the comic and not fight against it.
1: And this time I think lettering enhanced the comic. Yeah. Okay. So what about the je I'm quoi? And I'm not, rushing, I'm not rushing through this because I think we're going to spend the most time on the je ne sais quoi. So That's a French term. What is? What is? Je ne sais quoi. Oh. It's a French term. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what.
0: You don't know what? It's a French term.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Okay. I don't know what. I don't know what a French term is. It's je ne sais quoi.
1: <laughs> no, it's a, It's just certainly something I don't know what.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a French term.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's move on.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So, so the je ne sais quoi is that you have a pretty much for the majority of it, you have two stories that kind of are intertwining and going through. So like if you imagine like, it's two spiral staircases, they're all going to eventually meet up in the same spot. So they're either going to meet at the very bottom of the floor together, or they're going to meet at the very top of the floor together.
1: For me, they didn't meet at all, but let's let's keep keep going. <laughs>
0: um, I agree that it didn't meet, but I agree that, but I do like the fact though, too, that you kind of have, Almost the perspective of the narrator As they're talking about this The gods Versus you had the perspective of a first person uh the messiah As he's trying to like do it And he very much remind me of like Jonah Messiah in that like he didn't want to be there uh, yeah. For those that don't remember Jonah and the whale He tried to run away from his job And they went, And so God had to punish him So yeah, Got swallowed by the whale
1: typical god
0: don't do what i tell you he, he smell like fish breath for the rest of the day
1: <laughs> uh so um so is that what kind of set this comic apart for you or it
0: kind of it was it kind of what kept me interested to see how the storylines kind of intertwined okay um same way as uh what's his name talkative guy
1: russell nolte
0: same way as Russell Nolte in that like his storyline kind of had two stories that would intertwine. Um, Okay. I'm going to be comparing those two a lot because the storylines were very, very reminiscent of each other in that you had a main character who didn't want to be doing what he was doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like almost like another character who's like narrating about what was happening.
1: You know, I, that's interesting. Um, Russell's book is Ichabod Jones monster hunter. Mm-hmm. and it's about a kid basically who is he's schizophrenic but when he's switches personalities he goes into another realm kind mm-hmm. of like dark tower fantasy realm and in that realm he's a hero but in the main realm or in the earth realm he's a serial killer right mm-hmm. um so uh in that way yeah the He's kind of like this tragic character that can never um doesn't want to be in either situation, right? Yeah. Um yeah, so in this film in this film, this comic, it's about the char- the main character is like chosen as the Messiah though, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it for the character development. It, 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 at least for me. It was Peace. like the rest of it is like he doesn't want to do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's chosen by a god to become a messiah, and he spends the entire time trying to fight against it. In the Ichabod, in the Ichabod one, he's chosen by an angel. Yeah, actually, right. And he doesn't want to do it.
1: Yeah, and but he he also kind of had. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. I, uh, I personally, I just could not follow this comic. I had no idea what was going on until, uh, Rob like actually described it, yeah. um, in our, I, in the interview. So it's. It I understood
0: this, it until like a certain part. So he meets like this guy who decides to become his bodyguard. And I stopped following after that. Cause like, where'd this guy come from? <laughs> Why is he so powerful?
1: Well, it, for me, it started with like. There's two cops that killed a pregnant woman, and mm-hmm. I don't even know why that page is here other than to piss me off.
0: I never said that either because, like, I thought I really I assumed that they were going to pay off that page at some point, and they literally never do. So it's so weird because they put that in there, and I thought Ichabod like would eventually say something like that, or I not didn't...
1: Ichabod, but like the other the, other the main character. character of
0: this one. <laughs> main character of this one. They're the same character. Um <laughs>
1: This uh, one's name is an Ichabod. I don't know what this one's name is, but
0: but like, didn't Rob also explain that like, uh, this main character is supposed to like get descended from that m- woman, so, though.
1: So that that the baby that was in the pregnant woman is the god that is eventually trying to choose a new Messiah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the main character, I guess. Yeah. So, but, you... but it has words here that are done in the serif that, or in the sans serif that is later the god speak so i don't know why it's chosen as the narration font here but it says before reincarnation 0.000016% of souls are chosen to go to page turn somewhere between life and death and then there's a crazy woman with a with like a giant like shell and all this illustration of demons with like symbols tattooed on their bodies and there's more narration done in a different font i didn't know and different colors and i didn't understand if those were different people speaking or not uh but it's like it also doesn't make any sense to me share with the face superior your holy creativity who's that talking to is that talking to me or to the baby or to the i don't know so anyway this Comic had me lost from the very beginning, and eventually I figured out it was about a god. I guess yeah. I don't know how I figured that out. And then in the middle of this, there's like, uh, there's high Jesus who like turns all the Republicans in Congress into <laughs> hippies, yeah. And like, I guess that was his pitch meeting mm-hmm. idea to the other gods, like, hey, let's have this guy be our messiah and everyone else was like no use your use your god guns to destroy this this script idea i didn't understand that
0: it was confusing storyline but i so again i spent the entire time thinking is this ichabod Is this the same guy
1: well yeah once you get to that so that is like the first 20 page like not 20 pages but that's the first almost 20 pages is this god verse before you even get to like the the cult people which is page 21 is the cult people start is when our main character shows up the dickhead child and so oh kralix is his name right Mm -hmm. and um so yeah from there it's just like one thing after another for this kid um, the art is amazing. I kept turning the page because the art is really, really the cool. Art
0: was, the art was by far the best thing. Everything else. The storyline was like... He's
1: talking to like a deer about the deer's family. And yeah. then he's talking to cannibals. and
0: The cannibals want to eat him or the deer. And he's like, no, I got a better idea. Go eat my parents.
1: Yeah. And then um, there's these little there are some kind of like cool pages like a few minutes later at the god freak castle is like a whole page of just like meanwhile <laughs> right that's all that is but it's done in this really cool f- like font and stuff um stylistically this comic is leaps and bounds past any other comic that we've talked about on um, yeah on this podcast basically this this comic is well crafted well handled really interesting um but the story is just bizarre to me like i could not follow i i just couldn't follow it you need a wikipedia page for
0: this (laughs) story
1: or i needed to read it a few more times or or something but i yeah i try and do like a base read you know just to get through it and um yeah, this one is comp it's complicated, but for some people that's a good thing, right?
0: Yeah. If you have if you're on a long flight, this would be a very good comic to bring with you because you couldn't go through it back and forth and you're great and you'll have like and you'll be entertained by the art at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean entertained by the story too, but it'll take you some time to like follow. Also, I wanna say I didn't care for some of the some of the expressive fonts at the end were digitally done you could tell and they were actually hard to read in fact you know honestly the lettering of that of some of this was so hard to read that it it like hurt my eyes trying to read it and look at the art at the same time that was my main critique of this comic actually is that the, the lettering being so weird it was like italicized and it's like everything is its own stroke um yeah it was just hard to decipher did you have that problem at all
0: yeah i did cuz like sometimes they, they would like cut background and the lettering would bleed together and you'd have to really focus to try to find it
1: yeah um, yeah, like just to, um, yeah, like here, like this line, your friend just killed half my army. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so chaotic. The, the J has a swoosh and, um, there's really no separation between the letters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this all goes into the je ne sais quoi, because this is all style choices to me and it hasn't. The lettering is solid, you know. Like I'm not saying anything too bad about this comic. No. I'm just I'm just we pointing would, out, like,
0: if somebody said came up to me in a comic book store and they had this comic in hand, they said, "Would you recommend me i me to buy this comic?" If it's a stranger and I didn't know what they like, I would say yes. It's not. It's definitely worth a read. Definitely worth to pick it up. If it was somebody who I know just wouldn't like that type of comic, I'd say no. But that's because not that not everything's for everyone.
1: Right. And um, another funny thing about this comic is we we talked so much about Lynn Varley and that Dark Knight Returns comic that mm-hmm. um, that was ahead of its time. And this comic to me looks identical to the art style of that comic. <laughs> I don't know about you, but like there's washes and there's like this like chaotic, you know, art style that looks just like Frank Miller and. And his coloring looks just like Lynn Varley, and so for that reason alone, I would I would pick this up. You know, I would grab this comic because the art is just beautiful. But the the story is just insane. That's the best way to put it. Is like the story is. I mean, maybe that's what you want from a comic, though, right? You don't want mm-hmm. something easy. No, you I don't. Know. I don't know.
0: I mean, it depends what you're in the mood for. I mean go back to one of our old comics finger banging
1: not the most complicated storyline in the world but still a fun read but yeah i mean the art on that was like so detailed that you you saw a new joke every time you open it up
0: yeah that one is also one that you could reread 18 billion times and yeah still find something new
1: i guess this this comic the je ne sais quoi is that this comic is insanity yeah I i mean it is chaos and insanity there's mm-hmm. three artists for god's sakes that's that says enough you know
0: yeah i it's amazing that he went with three artists i mean
1: yeah and you could tell rob had some frustration with the process and i can imagine why because yeah. this this obviously took a long time to make mm-hmm. and it's
0: 75 pages it's a really long comic yeah and then
1: yeah it's clearly a work of you know, people who know what they're doing. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Eric, on a, on a scale between a tiny amount of poison entering your DNA and slowly, uh, slowly causing you to turn everything you touch into money until the entire world is money and including you you've turned into money and just everything is money money land so money world so is this world, a good thing money I'm, universe no it's it's the bad universe oh okay i'm having trouble understanding this one you've destroyed, <laughs> money has I, I, I corrupted don't the follow planet. You, Keegan. money has destroyed the planet money money coins i,
0: I don't follow Keegan.
1: <laughs> this is confusing <laughs> uh and Uh, you having the ability to never use the restroom ever again. It just, anything you eat just magically disappears from your stomach. You're always, uh, hungry when you need to get hungry, but then full the rest of the time.
0: I enjoy my time on the toilet. It's just me time. (laughs) It's my man cave. I don't get yours. Your, your, your explanations are confusing.
1: But think about like, you could go in there and it would smell nice all the time. Like you could just go sit in there,
0: but then that just be weird. Like, why are you in the bathroom? You don't need to be there. What are you doing? Like, I need
1: my me time.
0: I need my me time. Just leave me be.
1: Well, if I'm getting the scale wrong, why don't you do the scale? Because uh okay. Apparently, my scale is bad.
0: Okay. According so, according to your thing, your thing is either the best thing in the world or a terrible thing in the world because you got them backwards. <laughs> I would say
1: um, you would have no control of turning everything into money. You understand, like loved ones. The Midas no, touch. No, they're money now.
0: You're saying I've got the Midas touch.
1: But like, yeah. But like, cold hard cash touch.
0: The cold hard cash touch. So the the Kanye touch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like every turn, everything literally turns into money.
0: Everything literally turns into money.
1: And then everything, like everything. the entire universe becomes money.
0: Okay um i would go i guess with um
1: and you could eat as much as you want without having to use the restroom like you could overfill you could go to vegas during like a happy time non-covid time and and eat at the buffet for like an entire day and just never have to use the restroom you would never feel over full like you know also you could go walk around antarctica Because you would never be starving.
0: Well, you say you get hungry, though, so you would be starving. But
1: Like not starving, you know? Like a healthy appetite where you would – because otherwise you would get bored, you know?
0: I would describe (laughs) this as a solid chicken dinner.
1: Chicken dinner. (laughs)
0: Um, It's (laughs) something that you can get into a lot of places, Um, sometimes a little bit greasy, sometimes not that bad. But doesn't have but has a but often has a weird flavor to it and you don't know where it came from stuff like that <laughs> this three this grading scale confused me too much I don't know how to grade it
1: it's not even turning into money that's that's pretty good
0: mm-hmm. okay
1: so although you could say winner winner chicken dinner Keegan,
0: <laughs> on a grading scale of Coughing out fur balls every time you sneeze. To um, having nine lives. How would you rate this? I know how I went
1: from negative to positive. Why, cat? I went from negative to positive. Too. No, you
0: went from positive <laughs> to like
1: weird. I start, I started with poison <laughs> in your DNA. Yeah, but you turned to money. You... I was
0: so confused.
1: <laughs> but money's money is the root of all evil, Eric. Money is bad.
0: Next news money. to me.
1: Money, no, but like not not good money. Like no, I touch my laptop. It's money now. Like I touch anything, it's money.
0: And so you just go up to somebody you don't like. You be like, hey polka and you're like suck it
1: but you could never touch anything ever again you
0: eat then he's like so so the, so the just... food
1: would be money like everything but you would would just, just
0: eat it you just go like i'm gonna old school eat it. Yum, 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 yum. and then if somebody's like i want you to feed me you're like you tell the person to feed me or else what happens you poke something next to them turns into money they'll fucking do it
1: everywhere you there was a swear word i apologize
0: i apologize oh. for that swear word
1: oh, okay maybe we should just oh. be adults
0: <laughs> can we just edit that edit out my explanation there so it's not in there
1: okay uh okay. okay. So,
0: so so how would you rate this from the scale of sneezing out fur balls? Okay, fine. How would you rate this? To the the actual ability that, we, that whenever you sneeze, you sneeze out a fireball. So you don't control it, but you're creating like you're burning down your building. Okay. To having nine lives because cats are awesome. Okay. We should rate this.
1: Why why a cat thing?
0: Because my cat came in and purred at me and then left.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Um Well, this comic to me is like having um, or what's the fireball thing? Um, Whenever you sneeze, you
0: sneeze out a fireball causing your house to burn down.
1: Oh, like so intermittent fires.
0: You don't control it because you don't control when you sneeze.
1: Yeah. I had a sneezing attack today. Yeah. You can't control sneeze. What if I like held it in? Then, I you, then you then
0: you yourself then next time you fart a fireball comes out yeah
1: yeah that would be bad um okay so on a scale between fireballs and having nine lives i would give this a to me honestly this was like um when you're a kid and you're like playing with wd40 in matches and you you might accidentally set the garage on fire that's what this comic was like okay so yeah. it's kind of i mean it's definitely fun but it's, it's definitely
0: fun but you might but blow able the place up with it
1: yeah it and you don't get nine lives <laughs> um yeah it's just so chaotic it was fun though i mean i don't know what, what else to say it is yeah summarized in the world as extremely fun and chaotic good to read you can put that on the cover A good read. Good read. Quote by Keegan Shiner. Extremely, extremely fun and chaotic. Would read again. Uh, Quote, dumb comic creators.
0: (laughs) Quote, there you go.
1: What would your quote be for the cover?
0: I don't get your bad things and your good things. I like
1: being able (laughs) to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Dumb comic creators. Dumb comic creators. (laughs) That's that's literally that's your quote for this. That's book? That's my quote for this book. <laughs> Honestly, I quote for this book could just be like it's like playing with WD forty and matches. Mm-hmm.
0: You might have a good time. You might blow yourself up. Who knows?
1: Yeah. And yours, you said it was like a chicken dinner.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Because I Mostly because I was confused About how your thing was Because like Whatever you touch Turns the money I'm like But that's a good thing And you're like But then going to the bathroom Like but Not having to go to the bathroom work. But that's a bad thing That's my me time I enjoy going to the bathroom
1: That's Yeah I understand You know I, also,
0: You know like poop you, That feeling I enjoy yeah, that
1: Of course you Everyone know, knows for
0: you. The feeling The great The feeling great Is such a, such a giant poop
1: Oh of course. Yeah, you don't have to describe it to me. Oh. Okay. I know exactly
0: what it was. I was describing to our view for our viewers.
1: Okay. Uh yeah. So alright. I'm sorry that I made that difficult for you. <laughs> it's alright, I forgive you. It seems to me that eating whatever you want whenever you want, but and still having some hunger so that you would find food you know attractive. Enjoyable. Yeah, enjoyable still. Because without hunger then you're like, why food? you know. Um. Yeah, it's, that would be a cool life, you know. I, I imagine that's what, like, people with high metabolisms experience anyway. <laughs> like, why is that even a thing?
0: <laughs> I don't get that. You're confusing me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, you jerks.
0: Speaking of confusing me, do you know what I'm confused about? What's that? Why we don't have a catchphrase. Well, you know why? Because I lost it. It was, it. it was in my hands. It was in my hands. Yeah. I lost it. I had it written down, but I forgot it.
1: If you listen to this podcast and you like this podcast, please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Uh we really appreciate your ratings. Um they go a long way towards helping us get more subscribers and we could use them. Um also if you have questions or comics for us to review you can email us at dumbcomiccreators at gmail.com. If you'd like to watch this podcast and so listen to it because you're a wild and crazy person, uh, you can go on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dumbcomiccreators. All our, why are you making that face? I don't know, All of our videos. Because are,
0: for those of you that aren't watching, you didn't get to see my crazy face.
1: It was a very- shame on you. It was unnerving. I would describe it as unnerving, stop that. Um, all of our videos are free. You don't have to sign up for our Patreon. You just use that website as a vehicle to see our our videos. And if you do want to support us, you can, you only pay when we release comics and it's the comics that we talk about on here all the time. So, um, anything else, Eric?
0: Uh, we need a catchphrase and yeah. Yeah,
1: I know. Don't confuse me anymore, please. <laughs> I won't. I just feel like if you touched everything, touched turned to money. Like if the whole universe turned to mo- money, that would be bad.
0: I'd the entire time walking around like this, then.
1: <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to go anywhere or do anything because it would all turn into money.
0: I'd just poke it and be like, "Boom!" Paying for dinner. Like when I wait, if I was annoyed,
1: I'd just you wouldn't have dinner to eat.
0: I just someone would feed me.
1: They would turn into money.
0: Well, why would they turn to the money? Did, are they like going like discipline? Like they're just like reaching in and poking as soon as
1: the fork entered your mouth, it would turn into money. And then because that person was touching the fork, that would turn into money. All the way up. You're there. saying that
0: like literally, as soon as like I right now, the entire universe just turned into money because I'm sitting on a chair, which is sitting on a floor, which is on a building, which connects to the ground, which connects to the Earth. Earth is part of the universe. or boom, done. Doesn't matter. You're,
1: then. you're starting to understand.
0: But then I'm just dead already. Then I'm just dead already.
1: That's exactly why it was the bad one.
0: So, <laughs> so you're saying I'm dead right away, or I get a slow torture, of never being able to go poop again?
1: <laughs> no, it's a slow victory. It's like slow a victory torture. lap. A uh, torture. No, you never have like, uh, like a brain freeze, or you you could eat as much chili as you want without repercussions?
0: I don't know. So so I'm going with the money because I'd rather have the instant death than the slow torture.
1: Oh man.
0: That's why I went for a big chicken dinner.
1: (laughs) Chicken dinner is just, everything tastes like chicken.
0: Everything, that's why. (laughs) Because I was so confused. There was no answer that was correct because every answer was wrong.
1: Okay. All right. Well, this has been a fun podcast. Thanks to our guest Eric Jasic for coming on. Thank you. Uh, thank you again to Rob Cannon for letting us uh, read your comic and um, talk to you last week. If you want to check out Freak Snow, it's in the notes. If you want to check out Eric Jacek's, uh or Jasic, Jasic, it's Jasic, uh, Eric Jasic, Jasic, Jurassic Jasic um, on his Instagram, Jurassic Jasic. And that will be in the notes, too. All right, Eric. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.